it's time for Delivering Marketing Joy. This time we talk with Joe Haley of The Joe Show, and he gives us tips and best practices on how to create content like a media company. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and I am super excited to welcome a brand new guest to Delivering Marketing Joy, the host of The Joe Show, uh, Joe Haley. He's with ASI. He's a product editor for all the magazines, and he's a corporate trainer there. So he wears a bunch of hats, and of course, many of you know him from The Joe Show. So Joe, thanks so much for joining me. Kirby, I'm happy to be here. Love this industry. Love talking about it. Awesome. Awesome. So let's jump right to the Joe show. Uh, you know, you've been recording the Joe show for many years. Um, I I say you're a celebrity in in our, uh, our industry. Um, and actually just as a total side note, I was reading the book brandscaping and brandscaping talks a lot. I was reading, I'm like, Hey, I know that guy. (laughs) He talks a lot about the Joe show. So what are some lessons you've gained from doing that show? Well, there's a couple. Uh, one of the things I learned is that distributors have an awesome job because uh, it's such a great industry. It's so much fun. Uh, like I said, we're not divorced lawyers. No one's trying to you know, cure cancer. You make people happy. So you get to use your creativity, and there's something always new to do. You, you never get in a rut. There's always a new challenge, a new client, a new campaign, a new promotion. So I learned that. I think and I hope that I've learned how to think like a distributor. Um, when I go into the Joe Show, when I see products, I don't see it as a coffee mug. I see it as something that is a new employee welcome gift. And what I mean by that, you know, you hire a new employee, they go to HR, they sign all their papers, they get a coffee mug. Now they feel part of the team. They feel welcome. They feel like someone who belongs. So if you think of it as a coffee mug, I think that what happens is you're selling a commodity. Mm-hmm. But if you think of something that solves a problem or offers a solution, then I think you're thinking the right way. If we take that travel mug and we you know, it's a travel coffee mug. Well, I see that as a loyalty program for a local cafe. You go in every morning, you get your large coffee, it costs you $2.50. But to fill it up in this travel mug, if you bring it back, we're going to charge you $1 for that. So now that cafe has got that repeat customer coming back. And maybe that customer says, you know what, I'm going to buy a bagel today. Or I'm going to buy a breakfast burrito. So they're spending more money there. So it's a win-win for everyone. The distributor's done a great job for the cafe. And the cafe's uh, very happy. But I've also learned that it can be dawning with products. There's so many different products. We go to trade shows. It's aisle upon aisle upon aisle of of, uh, products. And you have to try and process them. You know, how do I match this product to my current client base? Or if I want to prospect into a new market, how do I prospect? What products here are going to make a good either uh, spec sample that I'm going to send them or it's going to make a great self-promotion if I was a distributor to send them as well. Uh, But it's the creativity. I I just absolutely think it's so much fun for the creativity. Remember in grade school, a lot of kids, your favorite topic was art. Why? Because there's usually no rules. And I went to a Catholic school for eight years. And even the nuns, the nuns want us to express our creativity with our art. And that's what we get to do here, or distributors get to do here in this industry. So those are some of the things I've learned. Um, The other thing I learned that um, with the video is that you have to be genuine and you have to be who you are. Um, and I think that really comes through and, and when I always say, you know, I appreciate that. And, you know, so, uh, there's a lot of lessons in, you know, doing this. I've been doing it since uh, 2007. So, 
Yeah, that's impressive. And so that's that's great stuff, Joe. A lot of good lessons there and solution-based selling, creating a joyful experience. That's a lot. A lot to take away there, and that's really good. So I want to shift gears a little bit. I say all the time, I speak all over, and I talk to clients, I talk to people in our industry, and I say, everyone today is a media company. Everyone is. We're, we're a media company that also does promotional products. Now, right. as a member of a more traditional media, because you guys are doing magazines in different ways, how have you seen changes to how people storytell? Okay, so it has, it has changed a little bit. Um, time is money, right? And people are very busy. You're out there hustling, you know, working with clients, you know, prospecting, you know, sending orders to suppliers. So you're busy. So what we found is that if we can deliver products or actually deliver articles in bite-sized chunks, mm-hmm. uh, something a little smaller. Infographics have really taken off in the past couple of years. We can do a market story that can be six, eight pages long. It'd be very insightful, but we can also do that in infographic. Here's the market. Here's who's in the market. Here's the type of programs that they're running. Here's the type of promotional products that they've used in the past. And here are some ideas of how to break into that market. We can do that in infographics. People really like that, too. They're taking that stuff and they're absorbing it. Then they can keep folders together for specific market or for all new markets they want to do. Uh, but that doesn't mean that um, long, you know, forms uh, articles are, you know, passe anymore. I mean, if you got a good story and it takes a couple pages to, you know, tell that story, then it's good. But I think that it, it's finding what that story is and how do we deliver it that one, the members have time to read it and that they're going to get a lot out of it. So, you know, and we see it all over the place. We, we see it online and we see it with uh, B2B publications. We also see it with, um, you know, our uh, business to consumer publications as well. Yeah. So in, uh, in other words, what I hear from you is it's not that storytelling has changed. It still has to be a good story. It's just the vehicles in which the stories are sure. being told. So what sure, are some, absolutely. Yeah, so what are some of the best practices you're seeing out in the marketplace that do actually move the meter? Are there any things that you'd like some best things that people can do? I think that if you can educate and you can solve the problem for people, look at online, even on CNN, you'll see some sponsored content there on Yahoo's homepage, you'll find sponsored content there. And a lot of times it might be five tips to really ensure you have a good portfolio for your retirement years. And that might be sponsored by LendingTree. So LendingTree, what they did is provided a service, some education. These are best practices for you to do moving closer to retirement. So now someone reads that and they might think like, you know what, I'm going to give Lending Tree a call or fill out a form where they're just sending me some information. Mm-hmm. Same thing in this industry. How do you educate the buyers, the end buyers or distributors with the best uses for your products? I can tell you, go back to that coffee mug. It's a coffee mug. It's got a C handle. It's got a right hand imprint, which some people don't know what that is. And it comes in five different colors. Okay, that's great. It's a coffee mug. I've made it a commodity. Mm-hmm. But if I can tell you, here's a coffee mug, and these are the ways that we can use it. And these are the programs it fits into, and these are the demographic it fits into, and these are the reasons why it works. Mm-hmm. If you're providing something that's of use to, as a supplier, if you're providing something of use to a distributor, the distributor says, you know what, that makes sense. And then you might call that supplier, and then that dialogue is started. Yeah. So I think that it, it's informing, but it's also educating and it's solving those problems. And I, I think that's one of the things that I try to do on the Joe Show. Like, I could show you that coffee mug, and it comes in red, white, and blue, but you're watching it, you like the mug, but your client needs green. Mm-hmm. But, but if I say red, white, and blue, it's like, mm, well, forget 
forget about it. But if I don't mention the colors and I mention some solutions for this coffee mug, uh, it's like, well, you got to call up and say, does it come in cream? And if you call that supplier, then what happens? If it doesn't come in cream, at least the dialogue is starting. And, and then we can move either to another product or, you know, something that's going to work out better. But it's, you know, it's providing the solutions, which I try to do, you know, again, with the Joe Show. So you can do that with, with your e-newsletters to your clients. You can do that with your Facebook posts to your clients. You can do that with your videos that you send. And you had said earlier that we're you know, all media companies now, you know, which is true. And we have a little TV studio in our cell phones. Everyone's got a smartphone. They all come with HD cameras. The audio is pretty good. I mean, you have it right there. There's no reason why more distributors shouldn't be using their phones and posting videos. You go to a trade show. You find something great. You're working with the client, and you haven't been able to find a product for their next campaign. You see it at the trade show. You can sit there, shoot a short little video. You can text it to them. You can send it in an email to them, and then they're going to get it right away. And now, instead of having to wait a week until you come back or to get that sample from the supplier, you've been in front of them within one minute of finding that product. Or maybe you want to go into that pet market that I uh, found talked about earlier. You find five products. You shoot a little video. Um, you find all the people in the pet industry in a 50-mile radius, and then you can send them this email blast that says, you know what? I'm an expert for marketing in the pet industry. I can put your logo on these products. We're going to have a great way to deliver them that's going to put you in front of all your competitors, and you know, this is how I can help you. And it's right there in that that cell phone, right there. And uh, I think more people should be using that, and you know, hopefully we're going to see some of that happening. Cool, man. That's great stuff. I appreciate you taking the time, Joe. You've answered my three questions. I give everybody a chance to ask me one question. Do you have one for me? I do. I do. So we're, we're, we're rocking towards the end of this year. And one of the things I want to know, because you push out, push out so much content, mm. you know, your, uh, your weekly word is fantastic. That's a motivational type thing. Something we're talking about that, that will drive the meter too. Why do people click on that? Cause they want to see that word. It's going to motivate them and it's going to cause them to, you know, do something positive. Mm. Um, you also do, uh, your, he said, she says, so you have a lot of great content you're pushing out. So my thing is, Moving into 2017, what are the things that distributors aren't doing that they need to be doing next year in 2017? And what are the things that they're currently doing now in 2016 that they just need to stop doing? Man, that's a good question. Um, Okay, so I would say that they're not doing that that they should be doing. I would say – and I'm painting with a broad brush because there are some – people in our industry who are creating content on a regular basis. Obviously, I believe in it, like you just said. Um, I think in 2017, our people in our industries, the professionals who want to raise their game, they need to start creating content. And if they don't feel super comfortable creating content, then they at least need to be cognizant and curate content. Pick the stuff from our industry that really Mm -hmm. relevant is relevant to their audience and be um, intentional about curating. So curating and creating content helps to set you aside as an expert in today's economy. Mm-hmm. And then to stop, I think two, two things. Uh, one's a pet peeve. Like one is stop lamenting how it used to be because it's not anymore. It makes you sound like the old man standing on his front yard, waving his fist, telling people to get off your lawn. It's just stop it. And number two, um, stop selling so hard through your content. And what I mean by that is I th- – and it, I'm curious to hear your opinion, but I think the best content is stuff that educates. I think you sort of talked about that in the last thing. Right. If you educate properly through your content, then the people will call. 
I think what most people do on social media is they try and push. They try and sell, 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 sell. Well, the economy and the culture has changed. People can turn you off now. So you need to provide value. So stop selling so hard and start creating value. So those, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, and, and that's true because a lot of the people that, that educate on social media say you can't have a hard sell. It does turn people off. Yeah. But again, if you solve that solution for, for them, sure. solve that problem for them, they're going to pick up that phone and call you. They're going to send you that email and want information for what are the products and services that you offer that is going to help them. So I think that's true. And, you know, as we're pushing out that content, we all hear about SDO, you know, mm. and the more original content that you have, I mean, hopefully that drives more traffic to your website so you know it's it's making that connection with people out there awesome thanks joe i really appreciate you taking the time oh i had a great time awesome awesome we'll do it again sometime all right that wraps up this edition of delivering marketing joy we'll see you next time thanks for watching but wait can you do me a favor please subscribe to my channel if you haven't done it already the way to do it's right over here and hey if you want to watch the last episode check that out over here again before you leave subscribe